listening to SBS on the Money with Ricardo Gonsalves. Hi everyone, it's a daily 10-minute business and finance news wrap for this Monday, the 21st of November 2022. Later is the worst over for the share market, but first to buy now, pay later because the government is considering regulating the industry, outlining an options paper which includes the possibility of bringing the likes of Afterpay and Zip under the Credit Act. For more, I spoke earlier with Fiona Guthrie. She is from Financial Counselors Australia. Fiona, what kind of evidence are you seeing that people are struggling with buy now, pay later? Oh, we're seeing lots of evidence in financial counselling because we help people who are experiencing financial stress. And within the last 12 months or so, the caseload of people presenting with buy now, pay later debts has just about tripled. And we know from ASIC's research that one in five people are missing payments. One in five people are cutting back on essentials such as food in order to make payments. In terms of what you're seeing right now, um, are you getting more queries? Are people struggling more because we are seeing rising interest rates and inflation becoming a problem? Oh, yes, without a doubt, because people are using buy now, pay later to fill gaps in their budgets. And because it's so easy to get, you can easily get in over your head. So we're seeing people using buy now, pay later for food. People are being encouraged to use buy now, pay later for things like their rent. So it's actually making financial, people's financial position worse, not better. Okay, so now the government is exploring three options in its options paper to potentially regulate the sector. What do you make of them? And, and according to you guys, which ones work and which ones don't? Well, we want to see the option that provides the highest level of safeguards for people so that this product is actually a safe product for people to use. And that rules out straight away self-regulation, which is one of the options. There's a middle option that sort of says we'll kind of have half 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 a safeguard and a little bit of self-regulation, that's not going to work either. What we really need is this product to be treated like the credit it is and regulated like other credit products. As we approach the sales season, Black Friday, Cyber Monday, for example, what's your advice to consumers? Uh, like all credit products, be aware that there's risks, make sure that you can afford to pay it, Remember, the optimistic person who signs up to a buy now, pay later product today has got to make those payments in two weeks and four weeks and six weeks. And with all the other expenses you have around Christmas, you've got to make sure that you've got the money in your pocket to be able to make sure you can pay it back. That's Fiona Guthrie there from Financial Counselling Australia. And Afterpay did say that it welcomes the paper and looks forward to their consultation process. That takes us to the Australian share market, which had a pretty quiet day, down 0.2%, 7,139. For more on what's happening in the investment world, I spoke earlier with Donna Hude Souza from HSBC. Don, at the moment with the markets, it's all to do with US interest rates. The market really is waiting to see if the Fed does back off its aggressive interest rate rising policy. What should Australian investors be aware of if this happens? Yes, certainly a lot of eyes on on both the US and local policymakers. Um, I think uh, for those investors, I think a certain amount of caution is still warranted in that even if inflation slows, that may well be a reflection that growth and the growth outlook is also slowing. So as an investor, when you're making these investment decisions, I'd still stick to your basics, and that is to focus on quality companies that generate cash, earnings, profit, they're able to sustain dividends, and also at the same time maintain low levels of debt.
We've seen a lot of market volatility over the last few weeks. So heading into the new year, do you think investors will, will change their investment approach? I think I think the majority of investors have already changed their approach. Uh, we did a survey um, about the halfway point of this year, 1,100 uh, investors surveyed, 60% had said that they were likely to diversify in the next six months, 73% had already made changes to their investment approach. I think the key here is to remain disciplined and to remain diversified. So what does this all mean for investors in our local equity markets? Yes, certainly. So if you are an equities investor, I think the old adage, you know, focus focus on quality, uh, be vigilant and cautious, um, get your, your news from trustworthy sources, uh, stay in touch with your portfolio and make sure that that's monitored. If you do need assistance, then seek advice from an investment professional. And regardless, um, if the Fed does back off, it's likely that the US markets will rally. And we've seen that happen. Uh, again, it's likely that the Aussie markets will get caught up in it. But remember that the fundamentals locally may not have shifted significantly. So um, it's certainly not time for that risk on approach. So given all of that then, how does one position their portfolio as a result? I think continue continue to remain disciplined. So uh, again, if you're an investor focusing on direct equities, focus on the quality companies, the quality companies that have provided and, and, and have um, performed uh, in the past. Uh, they're able to generate cash, profits, earnings. They're able to keep their debts down, um, keep participating in the market. Uh, the market at the moment is about 4% down year to date. In context, we were down as much as 14% year to date at its worst levels uh, back in October. Diversification still key, whether that is in passive exchange traded funds or even perhaps some of the more active funds. Um, get a broad range of diverse asset classes, industries, and maybe even geographies. This SBS On The Money podcast is provided for informational purposes only. The content on this podcast should not be understood as constituting advice or a recommendation. It is not personal advice and does not consider your personal circumstances or objectives. You should contact a licensed professional before making any financial decision.